Bundling home and car insurance with GEICO is so easy, your neighbors are probably already doing it. But who? They may drop little hints like... Beautiful day out. Even more beautiful since we saved by bundling our home and car insurance with GEICO. Or... Yard work is hard. Much harder than bundling with GEICO, which was easy. Or it may be even subtler, like... Speaking of burgers, we bundled our home and car insurance with GEICO and saved a bunch of money. Bundling is easy with GEICO. Just ask your neighbors. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Okay, guys, guys and girls, look, face this way. That's right, because otherwise you're not going to read, hear the reading, right? I know your ears will, but your face won't. And I'm communicating with you, okay? You all see me? Okay, good. And them too. James and John, two of Jesus' twelve disciples, came up to him and said, Teacher, will you do us a favor? Hmm. Jesus asked them what they wanted. And they answered, When you arrive in your kingdom of glory, please let us, we're brothers, sit one on your right and one on your left side. Jesus told them, Oh, you don't know what you're asking for. Are you able to drink the cup that I will drink? Or would you be baptized by the baptism that I will experience? Yes, we are, they both said. And Jesus said to them, You certainly will drink from the cup which I drink from, and you will also be baptized as I must. But it is not for me to say who will sit on my right and who will sit on my left. That is for God the Father only. Then the other twelve got really jealous when they heard this. They were angry as well with James and John. But Jesus called them together and said, Listen, guys, you know that those who are foreigners, who call themselves kings and queens, like to order other people around, and their great leaders have full power over all the people that they rule. But I don't want you to act that way. You must want to be great if you serve the others. So you must be the servant of all people. And if you want to be the number one, the first, you must be everyone's slave. The Son of Man, and he's talking about himself, did not come to be a slave master, but a slave who will give his life to rescue many people. The Gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Okay, I'm going to get a little chair here. Now, what, okay, can you sit that way looking here? Okay, sit over there. That's it. Sit there. Okay, yeah. Now, these kids are here with your permission because their faces might be on one of our programs. So, you don't want your kid on, possibly on my program. Uh, yeah, I want the chair here. Sure, this here. I told you before. She says, oh, don't worry. You'll be all set up. Yeah, where? <laughs> okay, get kids. You got to move out. The, the lady has to bring the chair over here so I can sit down. Otherwise, I'll be too far up for you. And then she's going to bring the mic, and she already has the mic. Okay, good. Now, if you guys, you're comfortable, that's fine, but if you better, you can, you'll be more comfortable here because I'll see you and you'll see me. How's that? Okay. You guys in Hoboken speak the same language I speak? Yes? This is English, yes? No? You think so, I think so too. Okay, okay, now, let me talk to your mom and dad first because I need to explain the readings to them. 
and then we'll talk about it, what it really means for all of us. You got, I, I don't need this. You got Isaiah, you got Mark, you got Hebrews. Hebrews is really good today. This section of Hebrews reminds us that Jesus came on earth to get a grip of who we are, to understand. So we know that he knows us. So it's very important. Jesus, the great high priest, is also identified with us. And he understands every part of us. The only thing he didn't experience, as we experience, is sin. So this is feeding back home. And that's important because the letters of the Hebrews really traces the history of Jesus' faith as a Jew, right up to his faith as the Messiah, and then he applies it to us that he's not only a Messiah, he's also the Son of God, not only the Son of God, he's our brother. He walked this earth. That's important, because otherwise you can't identify with him fully. First reading, Isaiah, not such a happy reading. It talks about what we call the suffering servant. And the suffering servant is a person that Isaiah introduced to the people of Israel. Now this is 600 years before Christ. When he wrote it, Isaiah, we don't know if he referred to a person or the people of Israel or some very special person coming down the line. But what he did say is that this person, this very special person, and chosen by God, just like the people of Israel, will have to suffer in order to achieve glory. People will reject him, spit at him, mock him, in order for him to achieve glory. And you say, well, do you really want to follow him? We'll say. Eventually, the church takes that reading and says, you know what? We think he was talking about Jesus. So Isaiah is referring to Jesus. Possibly. He didn't know Jesus, but he was referring, don't forget, he was inspired to write these words. Now, run to Mark. Now, Mark is, presents two disciples, okay? John and James. What are their names? Very good. So he presents the two disciples, John and James. Now, these are Zebedee's sons. So Zebedee sends his kids over to follow Jesus. How many, how many apostles were there? Twelve. Twelve apostles. So these are two of the twelve. Small percentage. And you know what they did? They go on either side of Jesus. Say, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. I know we're going to Jerusalem. See, Mark, who writes the gospel, says they're on their way to Jerusalem. Mark knows that means he's on his way to the cross and eventually the resurrection. Because this story is written well after Jesus died and rose to the Father in heaven. So Mark knows that the destiny of this group that they're walking is going to be suffering, the cross. Now, now he goes back and gets into the minds of the two guys, James and John. And James and John say, hey, Jesus, you're going to be in your glory someday, right? What does that mean? They're going to be, here, let me put this on, hold on. What does that mean? That it, Go ahead, a little louder. Good, okay. So they're saying, Jesus, you're going to go to heaven, and we want to be with you. As a matter of fact, here, would you, can I, can I use, what's your name? Victoria, can I use Victoria here? Where's Victoria's mommy daddy? Okay, can she come up? Okay, Victoria's sitting right here. Now, Victoria is on my right. Get closer. Okay, what's your name? Oh, Michael, right? You're Michael. You're Matt. No, Patrick, Patrick. Patrick. Okay. Can I use him for a second? Okay, move here. 
Okay. Now, who's on my right? Who's on my left? James and John said, Jesus, when you get to heaven, to your kingdom, we want to sit just like Victoria and Patrick are. Close to you. One on your right, one on your left. Because, what? Everybody can see them, right? And tell them to, tell everybody, raise your right hand. No, tell them to do that. See, they all listen. Why? Because you're close to me. And you look like you're in charge. <laughs> Both of us look like we're in charge. Okay. And you tell them, raise your left hand. See? They obeyed you. So, okay. They, thank you both. And you can sit down. So, James and John are thinking, if we get close to Jesus in heaven, we're going to be able to tell people what to do. We're going to be in charge. And Jesus says, not so much. Not so much. Bad news. And then he goes into the story I just explained to your parents about Isaiah. Isaiah said that this special son of God, this special person is going to come to us, will get glorious, will get to heaven, will be wonderful. But first he has to go through life. And in life, you don't get what you want. Okay. When we were growing up, we didn't drink soda, like what do you call it, pop, whatever you call it, Pepsi, but we never drank that. My father did, but we never drank it, okay? Because it was too sugary and all that good stuff. So once a week, we'd be able to have some, my brother and I. My father says, okay, just so you have the same amount, the one of you who pours the soda into the glass, two glasses, doesn't choose. The other one chooses, okay? So if my brother poured a lot into that glass, which glass do you think I would choose? Yeah, the one with a lot. And so guess what? We both learned, you better make it equal because if I pour more into this glass, he's going to get it. Or if I pour less into this glass, I'm going to get it. Okay, so that taught us to be equal and appropriate with each other. Equal, okay? So two cookies one person, two cookies the other person. Three cookies this person, three cookies the other person. And not be greedy, right, for what you want. Well, James and John were being greedy. They wanted to get up there without having to test themselves. So Jesus says, I've got a test for you. And he calls it something very different. He says, are you going to be able to drink the cup? Now that sounds normal, right? And be baptized. Who knows what baptism is? Your heart, what's the baptism for? Oh, it's in the back. Okay. Who knows what baptism is? Here. Come over here. You've got all the answers today. How? What's the stuff that... That's it. That's what baptism is. Well, well cold water. Well, not my church. My church is warm water, but here's cold water. Okay. I hope we're going to have it here. Right? Okay. So... Jesus says, I'm going to be like baptized. But he didn't mean water baptism. He means just like covered with something. And what he was being covered with was the challenges of life. In other words, he was going to be covered with sometimes being rejected by people, sometimes being bullied by people, sometimes not being liked by people. And the cup he was going to drink was the cup of well, challenge. It was like, a, what are you challenged to do? What, 
Are you challenged to do any? Yeah, okay. Come over here. Real quick. Okay. Oh, thanks. You get, you get the mic and you get shy. <laughs> what are you challenged to do? Okay. Aha. Uh -huh. Challenge to keep... Okay. Who wants to clean up their room? Oh, you're lying. You, you really do? OCD kid here? Nice. Okay. But how, who does not like cleaning up their room? Who knows we're supposed to clean up our room? Absolutely. So that's a challenge to do what's right by our parents to do what's right in our room and after it's all clean and, and nice how do you feel how, how do you feel when your room is clean and nice good that's it good that's good I'm fine huh? you got another word happy good. give me this say it say it tell me what you just said say it in here you don't want to say it on the mic okay you want to say it on the mic what you said it's great how you're co so cooperative come in What's your name? Matthew. How do you feel if your room is all clean? Excellent. Thank you. Okay. So that's what Jesus is talking about. In order for you to get to heaven, he's telling his apostles, and to be glorious like me, you've got to go through life. And then when you go through life, always be faithful to Jesus. Always follow Jesus' example. Give me the one thing, the best example Jesus has for us. And he tells, tells us how to treat each other. What's that one thing we have to always do for each other? Yes. Go ahead. Be nice. Very good. What's another word? Be kind. And another one? Oh my God. Be helpful. That's wonderful. Anything else? Be oh, these kids. Who teaches these kids? This is great. Go ahead. Be oh, okay. So Jesus says, you've got to be kind, you've got to be grateful, you've got to be good, you've got to be patient, and you've got to love one another. What's that word? And that hurts sometimes. You've you got to love the bully, too. Because he's a little wacko, you've got to still love him, forgive him, walk away, don't put yourself in, his, in harm's way, but you've got to love him and pray for him. So Jesus is telling his apostles this, too. Now, in sports, and I don't do sports too much, years ago there was a phrase. I'll start, I'll start the end of the phrase. Without this, there's no gain. No. They'd say, who said it? Yeah, what, yeah, yeah without, without this, the blank word, there's no gain. We, so what's the word that's missing? No, no, no. We, yeah, 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 yeah. No, goof. <laughs> Team, yeah, but it rhymes. It rhymes with game. Without this, there's no. Come on, come on, come on. Very good. He goes. He goes. Pain. Exactly. Okay. Right. So how about we say this? Without no pain, no pain, no gain, no suffering, no cross. No suffering, no heaven. In other words, the suffering sometimes is cleaning your room, loving, being patient, being kind, sharing. That, that hurts because you, you don't want to clean your room. You don't want to be patient. You don't want to be nice. But Jesus is saying, that's the way I want my people. So how about we tell Jesus right now, if, if you believe it, Jesus, all together, Jesus, 
Okay, Jesus, I believe that without suffering, I will not gain heaven. And for me as a child, suffering might be cleaning my room, loving my brother and sister, sharing, being kind, and loving. Amen. No pain, no gain. Go back to your family. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the all-new Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the all-new 2022 Nissan Frontier. With standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-foot of torque. Your favorite things feel made for you. Your education should too. University of Maryland Global Campus, formerly University of Maryland University College, was made to serve the military and working adults like you. Today, we continue that tradition by offering frequent start dates so you can get started with convenient online learning that fits your schedule, by recognizing your accomplishments with credits you can earn for what you know, by providing no-cost online resources replacing most textbooks because a college education can fit your budget too, and with no SAT or GRE required for most programs. University of Maryland Global Campus, made for you. Last year, we awarded more than $15 million in scholarships to qualified students, including community college students, service members, veterans, and working adults just like you. Discover how we can make your education and your goals for the future a reality. Visit us at umgc.edu. That's umgc.edu. Certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV.